0: To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space.
1: Hi, everyone. So my question is about data cleaning. Um, It seems like everyone is always more focused and ready to jump in on all the fun stuff, like creating the actual visualizations. But I don't hear many people talking about data cleaning. It seems like it should be an equally important topic in analytics. So I'm curious to know what most people use to clean data in. Is it best to always clean data in Excel first? Or if we were importing into Tableau, Is the data interpreter tool good enough and even accurate? Thank you. Hey, Gabrielle. Thank you so much for your question. So three things are coming to mind. Number one, uh, we can touch on why data cleaning is not really taught very much on online courses. Number two, we can talk about ways to clean data. So you mentioned the data interpreter tool in Tableau. And then number three, I've actually dug up a case study of mine. It's actually my email marketing data through MailChimp that is atrocious. So I will give you a real data cleaning case study. I'll leave a link. in the description of this podcast episode so you can download that data and see some real messy data in real life. And I'll touch on why uh, the data is, is, is pretty bad. I mean, it's kind of a cobbler's kid situation. You know, the cobbler's kids who have no shoes. Um, I should have implemented better uh, data governance in my own email marketing data But, you know, when I first started this, I didn't think that this was going to grow into something substantial. So I just didn't really think to kind of put some, you know, maybe some data naming conventions in place. All right. So that first point is why is data governance or data cleaning not really taught very much? Um, I think that it's really difficult to build a case study around messy data because data is proprietary. Like they are – you're signing NDAs so – most courses are not using real data. And I think that that's probably the first reason why it's not taught very much is that course creators are basically cooking up their own data sets to build maybe a Power BI visualization around. Um, And number two, it's just not as interesting, I think. I think that data cleaning is a very tedious process. Um, It's it's something you're going to run across in the real world, and it's going to be a case-by-case situation. So unlike building out a bar chart in Tableau, where you know you do three different steps, and it's the exact same thing every time, each time you run across a data quality issue, there's a whole story behind it. So for example, in this email marketing data, um, case study that I'm going to give you is I didn't think about naming my emails Um, proactively. So there is redundancy in the emails. So for example, it it would say um, podcast launch or podcast announcement, and maybe that shows up 10 different times. So we can't slice through that data unless we figure out a way to rename that. Um, So maybe we could, you know, add a number to it. So podcast announcement, one, two, three, um, because if you try to aggregate it, it's just going to roll up into podcast announcement. So I think that pretty much covers why it's not taught very much. It's just not as, I guess, satisfying as building out a dashboard where you actually have something. Like getting just to a clean data source uh, is it's just not very flashy. Uh, number two, um, so let's talk about the tools that you can use to clean data. So you mentioned Excel. Excel is a effective way to clean data. The downside of Excel is that it's a manual process. So you mentioned the data interpreter tool, which is a kind of an in-between in that it uses AI to figure out, you know, what can we do to get the data formatted so that we can analyze it in Tableau. I think the most common example is just shaving off you know, the top row so that if there's a space there, you know, the first row is going to be the column headers so that Tableau can read it. I would say the Tableau data interpreter tool is a good, just kind of very simple, quick and easy way to just run something through your data to see if uh, any obvious data quality issues are arising. That being said, it's not getting into real data quality issues. So really, that's more of just a formatting issue. You know, Tableau needs the... The first cell, so cell one, needs to be the column headers. And if there's, you know, two or three lines of metadata over there saying, "All right, this is pulled from the ERP data. This is, um, you know, XYZ date, and this is the specific company," it'll just shave that off so it's formatted correctly. Now, real data quality issues are are happening at the point of collection. So for example, a very obvious data quality issue is that with you know one of our apprenticeship program cohorts, our client was using manual entry. So they would have someone on their team hard code in and excel some of the data. So that's prone to human error. So that's an obvious data quality issue where you know, maybe they type in an O instead of a zero. So um, ways that you can address this are tools like the Power Query Editor in Power BI. And in Tableau specifically, there is Tableau Prep. So what you can do is start to um, comb through your data. And for example, you could do like a find and replace. So anytime that there is an O in this specific column, uh, change it to a zero. So that's that's a very simple example. Um, but yeah, so the way that you would clean these types of data um, would be the Power Query Editor, um, Tableau Prep, and then I think the big one here is Alteryx. Alteryx is a software that allows you to build a data model, but I think it also has pretty robust data cleansing as well. So the difference between cleaning it and one of those tools that I just listed in Excel is its the difference between ad hoc and systems thinking. So in the Power Query Editor, you can apply a step so that every time there's an O shows up in a column, you switch it to a zero. That is going to create a system so that every time you connect to that data source and a news O pops up, it's going to automatically be changed to where the downside of Excel is that you're going to have to manually scrub that data. And that's just very, very time consuming. Now it is easier in theory to do it in Excel, but, and maybe, there are times where you should do that. If it's a small data set and you need this report ASAP um, and it's a very tight deadline, that might be a good solution for that data quality issue. But you really want to move towards system thinking and automating the, this process as much as possible. Because number one, it saves you a ton of time. And number two, if you build a system, it's not prone to, you know, or mere mortal humans and our own specific errors. Alright, so now let's move into that third point I wanted to talk about, which is the email marketing case study um, that you know, it's going to be linked down in the description of this video. So what? let me give you the context of this just so you're not pulling up the, da- the data set and you have no idea what's going on. So I pulled this data from my MailChimp email marketing account. And I think I have, actually I can pull this up on the back end. So um, there's a quite a few emails that I've sent out. It looks like the, the first email was sent um, January 1st of 2020. And the last one that's on that data set is um, January 21st of 2022. So within uh, the columns here, we have title, we have subject, we have list, send date. Um, and then we have a bunch of metrics there. So not only is this a good case study for you to learn about just data quality errors, but you can also, there's quite a bit of dimensions in metrics here. So let me break down where the data quality issue is. So if you look at title, you can see that we have um, introduction, uh, introduction episode week one. Um, and then in the Excel, I just I listed it as a date, 311, 22 which is weird. That's also another data quality area that I did not catch. But um, you'll see that within the title column, some of these titles repeat. And this is a case study that drew it actually drove my Greensburg College students crazy. Because I just threw this data set at them and said, hey, um, use what we, we learned in the classroom and give me some insights about how I could better improve my email correspondence with my following. So one thing that they realized was that hey, none of this is making sense because there are a couple th- a couple titles that are getting insane um, results. And we what we figured out, and they actually dug this through this themselves, is that it repeats multiple times some of the titles. So that is a very concrete example of a data quality issue. And you know, have at it, go through, slice through this data source. Um, I don't really mind sharing this with you guys. Um, in fact, I think this is just a great just value prop I can give you as to here's some messy data. I mean, it's a pretty sizable data set. I mean, it's not massive. It's 112 rows. But you get to see, uh, number one, it's a real data source. And number two, you can address the issues and then find some specific problems with it. And you know, if you're not Gabrielle and you're listening to this episode... Feel free to analyze this data, pull it into a dashboard or some type of chart, maybe in Excel or Power BI or Tableau, uh, post it and tag me in it. And I've, be, I would love to have a public conversation you know, on LinkedIn around this specific data set. All right, so I think I've talked data governance and data cleaning to death. I hope you guys got some value out of this episode. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.